For those of you, welcome back to Imperfectly Perfect Live. I am Trainee Sharp. I'm doing my intro once again. Uh, it could just be the headphones that were, was causing um, you not to be able to hear me. All right, awesome. So we find out what the problem is. All right, so um, what we're going to do is we're going to pray in. I do want to, of course, review what we talked about last week. For those of you that did not get a chance to watch Imperfectly Perfect Live last week, um, I like to do a review so that you can catch up with what God has been saying on this platform. And then we're going to get into tonight's um, topic for tonight. So let's say a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you, Holy Spirit, for your love, for your power, for your strength, for your mercy, for your presence, oh God. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for moving through me, God. I thank you, God, for this platform. I count it a privilege and an honor, God, that you chose to use me for such a time as this. Holy Spirit, have your way. Move how you want to move, oh God. God, I thank you, Father God, as you continue, you got to have your way. God, I thank you, God, that whatever it is you desire to do, let it be done in the mighty name of Jesus. I come against distractions. I come against God, every um, hindering spirit that Father God that tries to manifest itself, Father. God, I thank you, Father God, that whatever it is you desire to say, Father God, let it be done, God. Let your word, that Father God, not fall on deaf ears, God. Let it permeate, God, our souls. Let it permeate, God, our hearts in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your mighty will be done. So God, we give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' awesome name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. Thank you again for tuning in. I love you guys. Um, I pray that um, this word will be um, beneficial to you. And uh, for for me, it definitely has touched me as I've been studying. So I'm grateful for just the topic that we're going to be discussing. But before we get into that, let's go over what we talked about last week. If you tuned in last week, you know that our topic was the power of prayer. It was the power of prayer. And God just laid it on my heart for me to just talk about um, the power of prayer specifically, especially during last week where our um, our country was going through a national uh, re-election, a national re-election. And during that time in <laughs> it's, it's been really hectic and then God has just laid on my hearts for us to get our focus off of man and put our focus back on him get our focus off of man and put our focus back on him and to realize the power of prayer that in spite of what the outcome is in spite of what we're experiencing in our lives whether it be a physical whether it be emotional spiritual whatever it is in our lives that we put that we utilize the power of prayer because when you have a prayer life it shifts things it changes things when you have when two or three are gathered together and um in jesus name therefore jesus shall be in the midst so understanding it knowing um how to utilize it knowing how to put it in um and activate the power of prayer by having faith by having hope by by spreading the love of god that is important, especially as believers, that we um, activate the power of prayer and be able to express it to other people so they can, in, um, in return, use it as well. So we talked about the power of prayer. We talked about the fact that the power of prayer is used to bring forth change um, for one or two things, for ourselves personally or for other people. That's what prayer is for, is to bring forth change. And it's either going to bring forth change for ourselves or for other people. And so it's important that 
when we pray that, and I, I stressed that um, point last week, is that when we pray that we um, are utilizing prayer to pray more for others than ourselves because the word of God says that we shall love others as we love ourselves, meaning that we should be selfless people, that we should not be, you know, always praying about me, 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 me. And so, and even if we're praying about things for ourselves, we should always, those things that we utilize for ourselves should be beneficial for other people. If God places somebody on our hearts, we shouldn't be holding on to our blessings so much that we, that we get so engrossed with it that we don't want to let it go. If God tells us to let it go. So, and then the other thing we talked about as far as the power of prayer last week is talking about the equation for the power of prayer saying that um, prayer plus faith plus God's will brings forth change. Prayer plus faith plus God's will brings forth change. And change is, in other words, is miraculous works. So if you desire to see God do uh, miracle signs and wonders in your life, you have to have a lifestyle of prayer. You have to have faith. And it has to be in God's will. Because if if any of those three things are out of whack, is not change is not going to happen in your life. It's not going to happen, not just for you or for anybody else that you're praying for. And then lastly, um, we talked about examples of the power of prayer. And if you look it up in your time, please go back and watch last week's podcast. But we talked about three specific people. We talked about Hannah. She was praying for God to bless her with a son. We talked about Elijah, how he prayed for God to stop to stop the rain and to bring forth the rain once again. And then we also talked about how Jairus was um, asked um, Jesus, he asked Jesus to heal his daughter who ended up dying and he and Jesus ended up raising her back from the dead. So those are three examples that we talked about. Um, and if you want to know more about this particular topic, please go to I Am Imperfectly Perfect Incorporated's Facebook page. You can um, see the podcast or you can follow us on um, Instagram. And then you can also listen to it on Apple Podcasts and any anywhere that uh, podcasts are um, or I'm going to think I'm going to like eight different platforms. So anywhere that you would like to listen to it, then you can um, do that as well. Hi, Laura. Hi. Welcome everybody to everybody who's just tuning in. I thank you guys for supporting and we're going to get into tonight's podcast because I'm excited. And today, to be honest, today was a bit of a struggle. Um, <laughs> And when I know, and I was having like some pain, like in my body, and it's like, I know anytime there is an opposition, I know that God is going to do some something miraculous, something marvelous in our lives. So with all of that being said, let's get into tonight's word. So um, tonight's topic, tonight's topic is saturate. Tonight's topic is saturate. And I say this a lot, but hey, it bears repeating that I love it when God gives me a particular word and just has me to dwell on that word and saturate. We hear this term a lot when it comes to the presence of God saying, God, saturate this, saturate this place, saturate my home, saturate my car, saturate my, my job, saturate, saturate. We hear this word, but do we truly understand the magnitude of what it means and how is relative to our spiritual walk and to and how is it beneficial to make sure that we keep God first and foremost in our lives. So 
our topic again is saturate. Let's um, break down. Let's break down the word saturate so that we can get a better understanding of what God is saying concerning his word. If you see me looking up Facebook, I'm talking to Instagram and Instagram. If you see me looking down, I am talking to Facebook. <laughs> so I'm going back and forth, you know, talking to you guys, keeping everybody engaged. So to God be the glory. Um, so saturate. Saturate means to satisfy fully, to satisfy fully. And when I <laughs> when I was looking up these definitions, I love like I didn't understand. I, I always had a thirst for knowledge, but looking up words and actually understanding what they mean and then actually repeating them like, you know, in certain contexts. I don't know. Maybe I'm a nerd in that area, but. Hey, I'm a nerd. <laughs> so I just enjoy, you know, just learning like different things and just, you know, having certain knowledge. And so saturate when I saw this and it said to satisfy fully and thinking about how it's relative to God and how we need to be saturating ourselves with God is that we need to be satisfied fully with God. We think about God is that we need to be satisfied with God fully to not want to um we to not want to uh separate to not want to dibble and dabble in other other religions to not want to pit anything before God to not want to us uh, uh, split our time with God no we need to be satisfied fully with having a relationship with Christ, with being, with God being Lord of our lives, with being surrendered to God, we need to be satisfied fully with him. And that's the thing and that God wants me to reiterate tonight is that a lot of us have been splitting our time. A lot of us have not been satisfied because, and the reason why <laughs> we have, and it shows that we have not been satisfied because we're living double lives. A lot of us are living double lives. That's not my testimony now, but that was my testimony once before. I live a double life. And what does it mean? We're talking about, okay, you live a double life. Do I have a split personality? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that you can be in a church and in the world all at the same time. You can be in the world and in the church all at the same time. And you're like, how is, how is that possible? It's possible. You can be on a ministry. You can be, okay, I don't know who that is. Um, you can be um, on a ministry. You can be, and then all the while going to the club. You can be uh, singing on the choir and all the while uh, having sex before marriage. You can be um, a minister and all the while you're stealing, you're lying. It's, I mean, you say it's drastic, but this is the reality of the matter is that especially in these last days, you will find that it's a lot of people. And I had this conversation with, um, who is this? The blood of Jesus. Um, I had this conversation with a friend of mine. And how huh, it's so many people that are 
so many people that are dibbling believers, let me be specific, so many believers that are dibbling and dabbling and mixing religions that are comfortable with uh, being polluted by the world, are comfortable with not being set apart. That, oh, I love Jesus, but I just cussed a little bit. Oh, I love Jesus, but I get drunk too. Oh, I love Jesus. And I'm not judging anybody because as I've said before, this was the lifestyle that I lived. So I'm not coming from a place of judgmental. I'm coming from a place of, I lived this life. God delivered me from it. And now that I am delivered from it, I'm coming, giving you the wisdom that God has given me to make sure that you get delivered as well. And so the thing is, it's just like, why are we comfortable with mixing? Why are we comfortable with not being satisfied fully with God? And the other definitions for saturate is to fill completely with something that permeates. Huh, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. I rebuke you, devil, you and your comments, not on this live. The blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. I rebuke you right now, whoever you are, spirit, I rebuke you right now. I rebuke you right now. Yes, Sokoya. I rebuke you in the mighty name of Jesus. For God's word shall come back. For God's word shall go forth in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory be to God. So as I continue, saturate again means to fill completely with something that permeates. Something, yes, prayer warriors pray. Pray, pray, pray as I bring forth this word because the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you for blocking them. To fill completely with something that permeates, spread throughout or pervades. To fill completely with something that permeates, spread throughout or pervades. So thinking also, we're talking about saturate. To fill completely, to fill completely. Yes, to be filled completely. Yes, to be filled completely with God. That is what God wants. That is what God desires. To be filled completely with Him. And the enemy doesn't want me to speak this word. Why? <laughs> because. He knows that God will get all the glory. So no matter what, no matter how many times that any may, may try, may try to stop me from speaking, huh, God gets the glory. God gets the glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So let's continue. So we said saturate, to fill completely with something that permeates, spread throughout or pervades. So it is so important that we saturate our hearts with God. It is so important that we saturate our hearts with God. We must be filled with the Holy Spirit. We must be filled with the Holy Spirit. To God be the glory. Anything not like God, you must uh, be removed to make room for the things of God. 
Anything that is in your heart, anything, any mindset, any bad habits, you must get rid of it so that you make room for the things of God. We can't expect God to do miraculous things in our lives. We can expect God to deliver us. We can't expect change to take place in our lives if we do not make room for him. We're holding on to bad habits. We're holding on to, to bad relationships. We're holding on to jobs that God told us to, to let go. We're holding on to things that, and to our own will, to our own plans, instead of putting God first and foremost in our lives. We have to put God first. We have to put him first. To God be the glory. We have to put God first. So let's go to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 through 20. In the Amplified Version. Keep praying, everybody. Thank you. I feel your prayers. I feel your prayers. Hallelujah. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 8. 18. I'm sorry. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 through 20. In the Amplified Version. Saturate your heart. And it says, do not get drunk with wine, for that is wickedness, corruption, stupidity, but be filled with the Holy Spirit and constantly guided by him. Speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, offering praise by singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So God says, don't be filled up with anything that is not like him. But yet we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is our guide. Once Jesus left this earth, once Jesus left this earth, he left us with the Holy Spirit so that he can be our guide. That He, Because we are consumed with him. We are saturated. When we are saturated with the Holy Spirit, so anytime you know, our flesh wants to do anything that is not like God, that's when we get convicted. Anytime we do anything that's not like God, then our spirit man would get convicted. And then we, we have the room to repent before God and we say, Lord, God, forgive me. God, get rid of these unclean thoughts. Get rid of these unclean habits. Get rid of these, of these bad habits of, of cussing, of you know, slandering people's names. Get rid of it, Father. So that anytime I speak, I'm speaking like you. I'm talking like you. I'm walking like you. I'm preaching like you, God. I'm doing as you would do. So that everywhere I go, I'm representing Christ. That is not a question of who I serve. It's not a question of who I represent. I represent the true and living God. Jesus Christ, my Savior, the one who died for me, the one who set me free, the one who heals, the one who saves, the one who protects, the one who provides, the one who changes things. It needs, we need to be set apart. Believers, we have to be set apart. We can't be dibbling, dabbling in things because then people are thinking like, oh, okay, well, I can do that too. They say they are minister, but they, they sit out here in the same club that I'm in. So it must be okay. No, we got to be set apart because it has to be a reason why when people see us, why they want Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Why they want, you know, why, what, what is it that they're missing? Because 
if we are acting like them, they're going to be like, well, I'm not missing nothing. But they are missing something. Jesus is the missing link. Jesus is the missing link. And we have to understand that. And if we are not set apart, they're, they're not going to be, they're not going to want to know more about Christ. But it's through our lifestyle. Excuse me. It's through our lifestyle. That even without us speaking, they see the way we carry ourselves, our character, how we treat others, how we spread the love of God to other people. We spread the love of God to other people. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. To God be the glory. So we must be saturated with God. We must allow our heart to be saturated with God. We must be filled with the Holy Spirit. And anything that is not like God, we must and we must remove it our out of our lives, excuse me, to make room for the things of God. Now, what I want to get into now, what I want to get into now, glory be to God. Thank you. Thank you, prayer warriors. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The blood of Jesus. I'm going to get this word out. I don't, I don't know who the devil thinks he's playing with. <laughs> I am going to get this word out. The blood of Jesus. I am going to get this word out. Because the gates of hell shall not prevail. The spirit of confusion, I rebuke you in the mighty name of Jesus. The spirit of division, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. The spirit of profanity, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. For God gets the glory. God gets the glory. The gates of hell shall not prevail. For no weapon that forms against us shall be able to prosper. But the devil doesn't understand. I spent too much time in my life. Shutting my mouth. I spent too much, too many years. Keeping my mouth muzzled. So I will not allow the enemy to shut my mouth. For we win. We win. Yes, Sakaya. Because devil, your time is about to be up. Yes, Sakaya. Your time, yes, is coming to a close. Yes, Sakaya. And you know it. So you're trying to use any and everybody to stop the yes, Sakaya. The word of God from flowing. Yes, Because I am a representation of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. God, yes, saturate this place, yerabasakaya. Saturate this place, oh God, yerabasokoya. Mashiach, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, yerabastia. 
Everything comes into the obedience of Christ. We win. We win. Glory to your name, O God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sorry, Instagram. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We win. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. We win. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We win, we win. Let's continue. Distractions. Distractions. Let's continue. So what I want to get into now again is how do we become, how do we become saturated with God? How do we become saturated with God? To God be the glory. How do we become saturated with God? Number one, number one, we must surrender to God. Number one, we must surrender to God. We must surrender to God. Surrendering, because when you surrender to God, the way that you will react to certain situations, you won't react the same way. The way that you will handle situations, you wouldn't handle it the same way. Why? Because you know that God is in control. You know that God is in control. That no matter what people may do, no matter what people may say about you, you know what the truth is. So we're not easily persuaded by the enemy's words. We're not easily persuaded about the enemy's tactics. For we shall not be stopped. We shall not be moved. Why? Because we have authority in the name of Jesus. We have authority in the name of Jesus. We have authority. Yes, When you surrender your all to God. When we surrender, we give everything to God, including the bad and the ugly. So those that pass, that past life that you once had. All of those things. Anything that's not like God, you surrender it to him. To him. We have to let go of bad habits, mindsets, and people so that we can make room for godly matters. So that we can make room for godly matters. My God. Let's go to James chapter 4. Oh, my God. I knew it was going to be some opposition tonight, but I'm ready. I'm ready. Devil, I'm ready for you. No, I'm ready. (laughs) With God on my side, (laughs) you can't stop me. (laughs) James chapter four. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Verse seven through 10 in the Amplified Classic Edition. Hallelujah. And it says, so be subject to God. Resist the devil. Stand firm against him, Jesus, and he will flee from you. How relevant is this verse right now? How relevant is this verse right now? (laughs) How relevant is this verse right now? Again, it says, so be subject to God. 
resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. We stand in authority. We're not easily persuaded by the enemy. We're not shaken. We're not dismayed by what his what he does. Who's in control? God is in control, not the devil, not man. God is in control. We answer to him. When we surrender ourselves unto him, become a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. We are not dismayed by words. We are not persuaded by anything that is not the truth. Because anything that comes out of the enemy's mouth are lies, are lies. Continuing in verse eight of James four, it says, come close to God and he will come close to you. Recognize that you are sinners. Get your soiled hands clean. Realize that you have been disloyal, wavering individuals with this divided interest and purify your hearts of your spiritual adultery. As you draw near to God, be deeply penitent and grieve, even weep over your disloyalty. Let your laughter be turned to grief and your mirth to dejection and heartfelt shame for your sins. Humble yourselves, feeling very insignificant in the presence of the Lord, and he will exalt you. He will lift you up and make your lives significant. We have to surrender. We have to surrender our lives unto you, unto God. Glory, glory, glory. We have to surrender our lives unto God. We have to surrender our lives unto God. When we surrender to him, we don't react. Because the peace of God surpasses all understanding. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding goes beyond comments, goes beyond attacks, because we are victorious. Glory, glory, glory. We are victorious. Hallelujah. We are victorious. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next point. Hallelujah. So we must surrender ourselves unto God. Number two, let's go to number two. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Whew, my God. <laughs> God is so good. God is so good because I didn't expect none of this. But you know what? I knew it was opposition. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful because somebody's life is being changed. Somebody is being healed. Somebody is being set free. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. So again, we're talking about how do we become saturated with God? You already said we must be surrender your all to God. Number two, be a house of prayer. Be a house of prayer. Whew. And notice I said be a house of prayer, not go to a house of prayer. And yes, that's important too, but it's important to be a house of prayer. What is a house of prayer? A house of prayer is where God dwells. A house of prayer is where God dwells. And the reason why God placed it on my heart to say, be a house of prayer, because we 
ourselves. We must be a house of prayer. We must be a, a, a temple where the Holy Spirit dwells, where God dwells in us. God is omnipresent. And because God is omnipresent, he can dwell with us everywhere if we make room for him. Because God is omnipresent. He can dwell with us everywhere if we make room for him. If we make room for him. So we don't have no reason to fear. We don't have no reason to worry. Anytime we come against anything that is not like him, anytime we face trials, anytime we are in in the midst of storms, all we have to do is take heed to the father, seek him and allow him to direct us. The word of God says in Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6, one of my favorite scriptures, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all of his ways, God's ways, and he will direct your path. God will make your path straight. So anytime you don't understand, anytime when it seems like all your back is against the wall, you saturate. Yes, Sharabaya. You saturate. Saturate your body, saturate your atmosphere with God. Fill it with us. Fill it with God. Fill it with him. When you fill it with him, nothing else matters. It's not saying that you're not going to have human, you're not going to have human feelings, that you're not going to be worried in moments. But anytime those spirit, those feelings of worry, and those anytime those feelings of fear try to creep up, you go to God. Give him the word of God says, cast all of your cares unto him. Cast your anxieties, your fears, your worries, your doubts. Cast it all unto him. When you give it to God, lay it at his feet. Lay it at his feet. Glory be to God. When you lay it at his feet and say, Lord. Be Lord over my life. Be Lord over my finances. Be Lord over my family. Be Lord over my bad habits. Be Lord over my mindsets. Be Lord over my weaknesses. Be Lord, God, over uh, every, over it all, Father. I give it to you because I know you will take care of it. God, I know that you will handle it. I can't do nothing without you, Father. I can't do nothing without you. I tried to do it on my own, but I failed. So Jesus, I surrender my life unto you. Jesus, I give my life unto you. I surrender it all unto you, Father. Be a house of prayer. Be a house of prayer. Let's go to Ephesians chapter three. I pray that you're being blessed tonight. I pray that God is is truly permeating your heart, that he is filling it up. Whew. that he's filling you up in, in places where you felt weak, in places where you felt like you couldn't mount up to it, that God is filling you up. To God be the glory. Ephesians chapter three, verse 17 through 19, in the Amplified Version. To God be the glory. And it says, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through, through your faith 
And may you, having been deeply rooted and secure, securely grounded in love, be fully capable of comprehending with all the saints, God's people, the width and length and height and depth of his love, fully experiencing the, that amazing endless love in this love and that you may come to know practically through personal experience the love of Christ which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience that you may be filled up throughout your being to all the fullness of God so that you may have the richest experience of God's presence in your lives completely filled and flooded with God himself Let's go back to that definition, saturate again. We said saturate is to satisfy fully, to fill completely with something that permeates. Permeates means to spread throughout, to spread throughout so that when it spreads through you woo, and anybody that you're connected to, when you connect with someone, when you connect with someone, it will spread to them too because you're spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. You're spreading the love of God. You're sharing your testimony. You're sharing the goodness of Jesus Christ and how he's been good to you, how he's provided for you, how he saved you, how he made you whole, how he healed your body, how he loves you. And take care of everything that you need. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. So again, number two, be a house of prayer. Be a house of prayer. To God be the glory. Be a house of prayer. Be a house of prayer. The devil is so laughable. <laughs> he is so laughable. My God. Again, how do we become saturated with God? How do we become saturated with God? Number three, one of my favorites, worship. Worship. My God, worship. <laughs> worship. Worship is so powerful. When we worship, glory be to God. When we worship, when we worship, glory, 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 it shifts the atmosphere. When we worship, it saturates. It saturates the atmosphere with God. To God be the glory. It saturates. Hallelujah. And I just feel God's presence right now telling me to lead in worship right now. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live. I live to worship you. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live. I live to worship you. Oh, 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 to worship you, I live, to worship you, I live, I live to worship you. We lift you up, Jesus. We lift you up, oh God. We lift you up, oh God, wherever you are, hallelujah. 
Come on, let's worship God. Let's saturate the atmosphere. We confuse the enemy with our worship. We confuse the enemy with our praise to God be the glory. We confuse the enemy with our worship in the power of the name of Jesus. Demons tremble at the sound of the name of Jesus. Demons tremble at the sound of the name of Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. God, we worship you. Lord God, we worship you, God, as we take this pause, God, as you lead us, as you lead us, God, to worship you, Father. God, we honor you. We praise you, Father. God, it doesn't matter what's taking place right now. It doesn't matter what we have experienced before this moment. God, we love you. We adore you. We magnify your majestic name, Holy Spirit. Fill us up, God, until we overflow. Fill us up, Holy Spirit, until we overflow. Anything that is not like you, God, remove it out of the way. So that, God, we have the mind of Christ. And so that we become separated, set apart, God, for your glory, Holy Spirit. Lord, we love you and we adore you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you, we worship you, oh God. We worship you, we worship you, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship you, we worship you, oh God. We worship you, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. To God be the glory, to God be the glory. Hallelujah, to God be the glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. To God be the glory. Yes, Rabasti. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. You see how when we worship God, hallelujah, we worship God. It changes our mindset. Glory be to God. Oh, my God. It changes our mindset. We're not moved or dismayed because we love the Lord. Our focus is shifted. Our focus is shifted on God. Hallelujah. We worship you, oh God. We worship you, oh God. Hallelujah. Our focus is shifted on him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, my God, our worship is what God deserves. Our worship was God honors. Hallelujah. When we worship him, he listens. We worship in spirit and truth, which leads to our verse. Glory be to God. Let's go to John. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God, thank you, Holy Spirit. Have your way, have your way. Have your way, have your way. John chapter four, verse 23 through 24 in the Amplified Version, to God be the glory. It says, but a time is coming and is already here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit from the heart, the inner self and in truth. For the Father seeks such people to be his worshipers. God is spirit, the source of life, yet invisible to mankind. And those who worship him must worship in spirit 
and in truth. We must worship in spirit and truth. We can't allow our worship be to worship to be contaminated. We can't allow our praise to be polluted. I know you're asking me, how can it be polluted? Is when we're allowing, and I'm getting ahead of myself, when we're allowing ourselves to listen to false philosophies and false teachings and false and false prophecies, allowing ourselves to dibble, dibble and dabble in other religions, allowing ourselves to, oh, okay, well, that oh, Jesus, well, I can be, whew, listen, this is the Holy Spirit. This is not me. Well, I can be gay, I can be a homosexual, and I can be a lesbian and still be saved. I can be a liar and still serve Christ. And I'm not coming and I'm not saying that any sin is greater than any other. Sin is sin. We have to surrender ourselves and not saying that we won't ever sin because we will, because we all fall short of the glory of God. But we have gotten comfortable in our sinful nature. We have gotten comfortable in our sinful nature. Using the using the, the word of God to huh, Jesus to make our sin okay. Using the scripture, only God can judge me. Yes, only God can judge you. But that does not give us the right to be comfortable in our sin. That if God is using a man or woman of God to bring forth correction to you. That you don't want to listen and take heed and surrender yourselves unto him and repent for your sinful ways. This goes to me too. I am not exempt. It's so many times a day that God causes me to repent for maybe a thought that I've had or something I may have said with an attitude or whatever. And I repent for my sinful ways because I want to be pleasing to God with my actions, with what I say, with how I carry myself to God be the glory. When you surrender yourself to God, anything that is not like him, you don't want anything to do with it. You don't want anything to do with it. Why? Because you want to make sure that you are representing him, that your body is saturated with his presence, that you are filled with the Holy Spirit, that you're filled with the things of God. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, sin is sin. To God be the glory. Sin is sin. Hallelujah. Let's continue. Hallelujah. So again, we're talking about worship. Worship. Two things that I want to point out that can be beneficial for those of you that want to know like, okay, how they are new to worship and how you can worship God in spirit and truth is making sure that you have an atmosphere, your music, like setting the, the atmosphere of music. Soaking music is very, is very instrumental. And I learned about so soaking music um, under when I was at the Rivers of Life School of Ministry and who is my now pastor, um, uh, Pastor Tracy Lynn Williams. She would play, you know, um, Prophet Nathaniel, and now he's Apostle Nathaniel Cole and uh, just playing, um, God, what is the name of that soaking music? 
if anybody, Sister Max, you probably know, it's one that that is, we always play at the river. Um, my God, I can't even think of the name because I, I play it and I know it, but I, I can't even think of the title of it. But the Prophet Nathaniel Cole is a good one. Um, somebody else that I follow on YouTube, he's called um, Dappy T Keys. He has a lot of soaking music and soaking is basically like instrumental music that is good for worship, that it, it sets the atmosphere. It, it, it sounds like heaven literally it sounds like heaven like holy 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 like when you listen to it it calms you it gives you the peace of god when you listen to it so soaking music is um important instrumental to make sure that you're setting your homes that you're setting even at your jobs you have your own office you know playing it softly because wherever you work you might not be be able to play it loudly so you know playing it softly so that you know even if your boss comes into your office that you know it's it's, it's setting setting it and it feels it fills the room with god's presence and you're able to pray to yourself softly. That is so important as well. Also making sure that you worship at home. Your home should be your sanctuary. Your home should be your sanctuary. Our home should be our sanctuary to worship God whenever, whenever the Holy Spirit leads us. Worship shifts the atmosphere so that it can be saturated with God's presence. Worship shifts the atmosphere so that it can be saturated with God's presence. Our homes, when we pray, just think about if anybody's seen um, that movie, The War Room, and how um, <laughs> the mother, the um, the elderly mother, like she was just, you know, she had her prayer closet, but she also prayed throughout her home. She prayed and she worshiped throughout her home that when people, you know, guests come into your home, they should sense the presence of God. They should sense the presence of God in your home. As soon as they even come into their neighborhood and they get to your, to your doorstep, they should sense the presence of God. Because you saturated it, you're playing it. And when you wake up, you wake up worshiping God. You wake up giving thanksgiving to God because you love him and you know he loves you. And you just want to commune with him because again, the house, uh, being a house of prayer is, is being um, a place where God dwells, a place where God dwells to God be the glory. So let's go to the next point. The next point, again, we're talking about how do we become saturated with God? Number four, fill your temple with the word of God daily. Fill your temple with the word of God daily. Daily. Why is it, why is it important? We have to know the word of God because if we don't know the word of God for ourselves, We'll be easily persuaded with these, uh, talked about these false philosophies and false teachings. But if we know the word of God for ourselves, even if, you know, we may not know, you know, all a lot of scriptures, but if we at least begin to study the word for ourselves and begin to get it in our spirits, if there is any, at any point that, you know, that thank God we live in, in a country where we have the freedom 
to have access to the word of God. You know, you can go to the dollar store and get it um, for a dollar. You know, some places they give the word of God for free. You know, we have the freedom to read the word of God. So we don't have any excuse. We have phones where we have the free Bible apps on our phones. It's, I mean, it's right in our hands. And the word of God is our spiritual weapon in spiritual warfare. When we say no weapon that forms against us shall prosper, we're speaking the word into the atmosphere. We shall not have the spirit of fear, but have a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. Speaking the word into the atmosphere, because when you speak it, it shall come to pass. Glory be to God. And life and death is in the power of the tongue. So we must speak life and not death. To God be the glory. Say that Jesus loves you and he cares. Even to your enemies, even to the ones that calls you out of your name, Jesus loves you. And if you repent unto him, he will forgive you of your sins. Because a lot of people speak hate. Why? Because people have showed them hate and they are allowing themselves to be used by the enemy. But when we speak love, when we spread the love of Christ, God wins. God wins. We can easily react out of our flesh. Huh, that's the easy thing to do. But it takes, whew, it takes strength to operate in love. It takes courage to operate in love. To God be the glory. So fill your temple with the word of God daily. Hallelujah. Let's go to 2 Timothy. Oh, my God. God is good. Second Timothy chapter two, verse 14 through 15 in the Amplified Version. It says, remind the people of these facts and solemnly charge them in the presence of God to avoid petty controversy over words, which does no good and upset, upsets and undermines and ruins the faith of those who listen. Study and do your best to present yourself to God approved. A workman tested by trial who has no reason to be ashamed, accurately handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth. Thank you, Father. I was about to continue reading. And accurately, skillfully teaching the word of truth. So we must know the truth. When you know the truth, you're not going to be persuaded by lies. Because anything that is that is being spoken is contrary to God's word. It will not resonate in your spirit. And you'll be like, wait a minute. Because sometimes, because the enemy know the word too. The enemy knows the word too. And he knows how to take the word. And then he takes, you know, he omits some words that, that is in the word of God. And it, it, it tickles your ears and it sounds good. But if you truly know the word of God for yourself and it's branded on your heart, you're like, hold up. Mm-mm. That's not what God said. That's not what God's word says. And you won't be um, persuaded by that. You won't allow yourself to be conformed to those false teachings and false philosophies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Speak in love and not hate. Right, Laura. Spread love and not hate. Spread love and not hate. To God be the glory. 
So next point. So we talked about, we just talked about fill your temple with the word of God daily. And two more points that I have. Number five, be honest about where you are in God. This one struck me because a lot of times we're not honest. And what are you saying? Be honest about where you are in God. Be honest. If you are struggling in your life with any weaknesses, if you are having trouble with staying on the straight and narrow path, be honest with God. A lot of times we can't receive our freedom because we're acting like we're good. You know, I think my pastor and even apostle uh, Jimmy Ellis uh, says this a lot is that a lot of times, you know, when people say, uh, how are you? Oh, to God be the glory or oh, praise the Lord. I'm good. Or oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. We have all of these, um, you know, these cliche sayings, but really we're dying inside. Saying that you're good and you're not. When you're dealing with strongholds, when you're dealing with um, pain, when you're dealing with rejection, when you're dealing with all of these things, but you're acting like you're good. That's what God is mean by be honest about where you are in God. Are you truly surrendered with him? Are you truly surrendered? Are you playing around? And when we are honest with God, we can receive our freedom because when we're honest about where we are, we are also exposing the enemy for who he is. Saying, okay, I'm struggling with alcohol. I'm struggling with drugs. I'm struggling with homosexuality. I'm struggling with lying. I'm struggling with stealing. I'm struggling with making sure that I, I keep you first, Father. When you expose the enemy, whew, that gives God room to heal your heart. That gives God room to do the healing. Because now you're not faking the funk. Now the mask is off. Now, whew, now the real healing can begin. Because now you have laid your pride aside to God be the glory. You have laid your pride aside. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So let's go to 1 John. 1 John chapter 1, verse 8 through 10. In the NIV version. First John chapter 1, verse 8 through 10 in the NIV version. It says, if we claim to be without sin... We deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful. He's talking about God here. He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Oh, Jesus. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. So you see how God is saying, okay, listen, we can't, if we claim to be without sin, we're basically God is saying we're deceiving ourselves. And we're seeing her acting like we, we not, we don't, um, that we don't have a sinful nature. We're seeing her acting like we don't have weaknesses. We're seeing her acting like we didn't just fall 20 minutes ago and acting like we're good. We're deceiving ourselves and we're really we are cheating ourselves out of being free and out of being whole. We're cheating ourselves out of it because we're allowing our pride to get the best, the best of us because we don't want people to know our business. Trust me, I've been there, done that. 
I was bound for years because I didn't want people to know my business. I didn't want people to know what I was, the sins and the, and the weaknesses that I was struggling with. But it wasn't until I was willing to expose the enemy. It wasn't until I was willing to be transparent about my, about my, um, my weaknesses, about my downfalls, that I would begin, that God began to heal me and make me whole. That's the place that God wants us at. That's where God wants us. So it says, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. So God wants us to confess our sins because when we do it, God will be faithful to us and he will forgive us. God will forgive us if we confess our sins. To God be the glory. Last point. How do we become saturated with God? Hallelujah. Number six, we must guard our gates. We have to guard our gates. To God be the glory. We have to guard our gates. We can't expect for ourselves to be saturated with God, our bodies, our spirits, our minds, our souls to be saturated with God. And we allow ourselves to be contaminated and be saturated with things that are not of God. Constantly, and listen, I know everybody's walk with Christ is different, but it ain't so different. <laughs> it's not so different because certain people can watch, you know, um, a certain amount of, they might be able to watch shows that may have sex in it and we shouldn't really be watching it because then you, listen, you don't want to pitch yourself in a position to be tempted. You saying, oh, that doesn't really bother me. You think it doesn't bother you while you're awake, but then when you sleep, now you're having sex dreams. Oh, or if you, you watch something else or you see something now, you're being triggered because now you have a flashback of what you saw in that movie. Because you have to watch some of these shows, these TV shows, these movies are really soft porn. They really are. It's getting worse and worse in these last days. We have to watch what we watch. If we want to make sure that we stay holy and acceptable and pleasing to God, we have to watch what we intake in our bodies and our spirit man. We have to watch that. We have to watch what we listen to. Making sure, and that's why I talked about worship first, and making sure that, you know, if you're having trouble sleeping, if you're having trouble hushing, because a lot of times, you know, I'm a I'm a thinker as well. And I analyze, I'm an analyzer, overthinker, and sometimes it's hard to shut this mind off. It really is. And when you have trouble with that, turn that worship music on when you sleep. Whatever works for you. For me, I can't have words because then I'll be waking up singing the song and then I won't even sleep. <laughs> I mean, that might work for you, but I can't listen to music with words, soaking music or worship music with words if I'm trying to go to sleep. Like that's not going to work for me. 
But, you know, so I listen to instrumental instrumental music. So as I'm sleeping, it's, it's, it's resonating in my spirit. It's calming my spirit. So even as I sleep, even if the enemy is trying to attack me, my, the angels, the angels of the Lord, the Holy Spirit, my God is protecting me as I sleep. And I'm able, you ever, you ever had a dream where you feel the enemy has been trying to attack you and you've been speaking in tongues in your dream state, or you, you start calling out the name of Jesus in your dream state. And then you wake up because of the power of the name of Jesus, my God. So you have to be able to guard your gates. You can't keep, you know, watching who you're, the conversations that you're having. You can't be talking about everything. You can't be entertaining gossip. You can't be, you know, talking about, you know, all these reality shows. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with watching certain things, but it, you should, what I'm saying is, is that you should not allow yourselves to be so consumed with the things of this world that allows you to be saturated with the world and not of God. We have to be saturated with the things of God. Yes, it's okay to watch TV shows that, you know, regular TV shows. Yes, it's okay to do that. It's okay to watch comedy. It's okay to watch certain things. But if you but if you feel in your spirit, man, that is it is uh, causing you to be um causing you to be vexing your spirit, then that is a clear indication that that's something you cannot partake in. Because it's causing you to have bad thoughts. It's causing you to have triggers of maybe a past that you have dealt with. So you have to know what, what law, what, where the line needs to be drawn in your life. Because what somebody else may be able to handle, you may not be able to handle it. So guard your gates. Fill your temple with the things of God more than the things of the world. That's what God is saying to us tonight. We must fill our temples with the things of God more than the things of this world. It's okay to have fun. It's okay to play games. It's okay to, to, to allow yourselves because we are in the world but we are not of the world be not conformed to the to the ways of this world we have to allow ourselves to be transformed by god allow our mind to be renewed by him daily let's go there let's go to romans i feel like god is in um i don't want to mess and mess up the word of god and i don't want to misquote it so let's go to romans chapter 12 verse 1 through 2 and I'm going to read it from the Amplified. Um, I'm going to read it from the NIV version. It says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. Glory be to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So if we allow ourselves, my God, to be a living sacrifice and pleasing to God, 
We're not allowing ourselves to be conformed by the pattern. I love the way the NIV um, quoted this, by the pattern of this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renewing our mind daily. That means having a daily prayer life. That means reading the word of God daily. That means worshiping God daily. Because every day brings forth new things. Whatever you may have to dealt with yesterday, it may be something new today. So you can't expect the prayer that you prayed yesterday to hold you off for today or the prayer that you prayed Sunday to hold you off for Wednesday or the word of God that you received at church on Sunday to hold you off to Wednesday. No. What do you want to do in the, in the meantime, in between time of services? Are you going to be so dependent on your pastor and on, you know, and on the word of God that uh, they, they preached on Sunday, that in between time now, what you want to do? What if you face something on Monday? Are you going to say, oh, I'm not praying today? No, we need to make sure that we are saturated because in these last days is so vital that we consume ourselves with God. Consume ourselves with God and the things of God. Guard your gates. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. To God be the glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And I'm going to read from the Common English Bible. It says, more than anything you guard, protect your mind. For life flows from it. That is so true. Because every action starts with a thought first. So we have to make sure that we guard our gates because uh, our ear gates, our eye gates, because anything we consume that we watch, anything that we listen to, it's going to play in our mind. And if we allow it to continue to play in our minds, it's going to manifest into our actions. So we have to be careful. We got to be careful of what we consume in our eye gates and ear gates. To God be the glory. Yes, Laura, I love that scripture too. I love it too. We have to, yes. Yes, listen, it is a daily, a daily process. A daily process. It's not going to be easy. Because sometimes, you know, you want to just like watch some things. And sometimes, you know, it, it, it may not even be nothing wrong with the show. But in that moment, God is telling you, I want your time. I want to spend some time with you. I want you to pray. I want you to worship me. It may not be anything wrong, but God just wants to, uh, just as much. We need to, my God, God wants to spend just as much time with us as he wants us to spend time with him. Why? Because when, when you are in a relationship with somebody, you, it, it goes both ways. Like you want to spend time with them and they want to spend time with you. That's the same with God. He wants to spend time with us. He wants to know, he wants to know that we, that we yearn to spend so much time with him as he desires to spend time with us. God loves us so much. He's omni, and because he's omnipresent, the same time that he may be spending time with Laura, 
He's spending time with me and spending time with my mom and spending time with Sister Max, spending time with David, spending time with Melissa. He's spending time with us all at the same time because he's such a loving father. He loves us so much. He wants to saturate us so that we are not consumed by the cares of this world, so that we have a peace of mind, a peace of God. It surpasses all understanding. To God be the glory. So let's go over these points one more time. We talked and we talked about how do we become saturated with God. Number one, surrender your all to God. That is so important, first and foremost, to give your all to God. Number two, be a house of prayer. Be a house of prayer. Number three, worship. Worship. I mean, worship uh, in spirit and in truth is so important. Number four, fill your temple with the word of God daily. Read the word of God daily. And just touching on this point right quickly is that my church, the River Church, at the beginning of this year, in January, they gave us um, a Bible reading plan for the year so that we can read the word of God um, every single day. It gives you um, scriptures to read. And by the end of the year, you will have read the whole Bible. And I, and I'm so proud of myself. And I pray that those are River Church members that you've kept it. And even if you haven't, listen, it was in the beginning, I had fell off and then I caught myself up. But I'm thankful because I thank God that, you know, being able to wake up and, and having a guideline, because sometimes it can be hard when it comes to reading the word of God, because you don't know where to start from. You don't know which, which scriptures to read. So having that Bible reading plan is, is good. So that you have some type of structure that even if you read other scriptures beyond that, but at least you have some things to say, hey, like, okay, I read this. And then and then at the end, you'll be able to say, I read the whole Bible, the whole Bible. And so we're almost at the end of that Bible reading plan. And I don't know about you, but even when I'm done this year, I plan on continuing it and just keep reading the whole Bible. But at least I can say that I read the whole Bible, you know, at least one time. But I plan on continuing it because it it keeps me um, accountable, held accountable for reading God's word. Even if God gives me other things to read, it holds me accountable. So to God be the glory for that Bible reading plan and for my pastors, Pastor Charles and Pastor Tracy, for leading us with that Bible plan to hold us accountable so that we can read God's word daily that is so important so again number four fill your temple with the word of god daily number five be honest about where you are in god if you are struggling in anything please be honest with god because when you're exposed to enemy and you confess your sins then god will be again what faithful to you and he will forgive you of your sins and make your slate clean to god be the glory and last point Number six, guard your gates. That is so important that you guard your gates. Guard your ear gates and guard your eye gates. Make sure that you are not intaking anything into your spirit, man, that is not of God. So I pray that you guys were encouraged and uplifted tonight. 
I feel God's peace. I feel God's presence. I pray and I thank you guys so much for sticking it out with me on this podcast. I know we face opposition and the enemy wanted me to shut up. The enemy wanted me to stop talking, but to God be the glory. Somebody was blessed. Somebody is healed and set free. To God be the glory. And I thank you for y'all praying me through. <laughs> it was not easy, but thank you guys so much for supporting and praying me through during times because, <laughs> In these last days, it's, it's going to be a lot, a lot of that happening, and just it's just a preview, preview of huh, what the enemy and what God is, is showing us that when we are truly doing the things of God, the enemy is not going to like it. He's not. So we have to keep our spirit man ready and knowing this is a side point. Knowing when God is telling you to fast, it's for a reason. And a lot of times when I on Tuesdays, I fast because I never know what I'm going to face during that time. What, uh, what, you know, demons I'm going to have to face, what spirits I'm going to have to face. So it's important that you know. Because even in, even in my body, I felt the attack in my own body trying to get me to not do this live. But to God be the glory. God's will is being done. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So before I end, I do want to make sure that I offer to God be the glory. I want to make sure, oh, thank you, Laura. Thank you so much. I want to make sure that I offer the gift of salvation, the gift of salvation to those of you that don't know Christ. And as you are watching this live and you, you saw how the love of God, the love of Christ was being spread all throughout this live, even with opposition, even with, you know, different people just saying negative comments, but you see how, huh, you don't have to react. You don't have to address when you are focused on God and when you have him in your life, you're not distracted. You're not persuaded by negative things. Why? Because God is love. And because God is love, we are supposed to spread love. And it's not always easy, but it's easier with Christ. He loves you and he cares. And maybe you try to do this life without him, but I promise you, if you let Jesus Christ in as your Lord and Savior, it will be the best decision that you ever make in your life. The best decision you ever make in your life. Jesus is what's missing in your life. So let him in. Let him be Lord over you. If you're ready to make that decision, decision, say this wonderful prayer of salvation with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I realize that I am a sinner. I realize, Jesus, that I need you in my life. I ask that you make me whole, wash me, make me new. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for my sins. I believe it in my heart. I confess it with my mouth that you died on the cross for my sins. You were buried and rose on the third day so that I can have life and have it eternally. I surrender myself unto you, and I will commit myself to serve you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Welcome into the body of Christ. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. If you pray that prayer of salvation, you are now in the family of God. You're in the family of Christ. Welcome. Angels are rejoicing for your soul right now. To God be the glory. And for those of you that may have had a relationship with Jesus, 
but you allow yourself to stray away from the things of God, whatever has taken place, whatever you know, opposition you may have faced throughout this time that you allowed yourself to turn your back on God. Jesus loves you. And Jesus is married to the backslider. It's not too late to give your life back to him. Because if you're watching now or if you're listening in, in this moment, huh? Jesus loves you so much that he want to make sure that you are having this moment to come back to him. He wants you to know that he forgives you. And if you repent for your sins right now, he will wipe the slate clean and you will have a fresh start to do things the right way. If you're ready to come back to Jesus, say this prayer of rededication with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I realize huh, that I made a wrong decision. I turned my back on you and I know that I need you to come back into my life. So Lord Jesus, I ask that you come back into my life. Be Lord over my life. Renew my mind. Saturate me again, Jesus. Renew me. Make me whole again, Jesus. I already know that you died on the cross for my sins. I already know that you're my Lord and Savior. So Jesus, thank you for giving me another chance to get it right. I surrender my life unto you once again, and I will serve you all the rest of my days. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, to God be the glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And if you watching this live or listening and you gave your life back to Christ or you um, accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, comment and say, I did. Put your hand up and an emoji up and say that you accepted. I want to see, you know, the goodness of Jesus Christ and the testimony. Let me know, you know, and if you feel comfortable doing that or even inboxing me on my personal training sharp on my inbox, my messenger. Or on I am imperfectly perfect um, perfects incorporated's Facebook page. Excuse me. Um, if you need any prayer or anything, or if you just need help finding a church home, which is so important, please inbox me on there. And on Instagram, you can inbox me um, under this page as well on I underscore am underscore imperfectly perfect. Um, if you want to reach me under that as well. Um, I love you guys so much. I pray that you continue to allow God to move through you and allow God to saturate. Allow God to saturate you. Fill your temple with God's word, with his love, and watch watch the change in your life. I promise you, if you do and just follow those key points that I mentioned tonight, Watch the change that will take place in your life. God is wonderful. God is mighty. And he just wants to do a new thing in us. He wants to do a new thing in us. I love you guys so much. Continue to be prayerful. Continue to pray for um, our country. Continue to pray for peace. Continue to pray for unity. I love you guys. Continue to uh, be encouraged and uplifted. I love you, Melissa. I love you, uh, Laura. I love you guys so much. I love you, Melissa. I'm praying for you. And as soon as I come on this live, I'm going to contact you. I love you so much. I love you, Laura. To God be the glory. 
Um, till, until next time on a perfectly perfect live, guys. I hope you have a wonderful evening. To God be the glory. I just want to pray over you right quickly. God, I pray right now, Father God, for everybody that's on this live right now, Holy Spirit. God, I thank you, Father God, that you cover and keep them in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I come against the enemy right now, Father God, for the slandering. God, I come against the enemy right now, Father God, for trying to cause that Father God hurt and pain to Father God into your sons and your daughters, Father. But Holy Spirit, I thank you, Father God, that the love of God, the Father God, will spread across the Father God, us in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you, Father God, for Melissa right now in the name of Jesus. God, that you will spread your love, God. Let her know that you love her. Let her know that you care, Father God. Let her know that, Father God, it doesn't matter what people say, God, or do, that, Father God, that, Father God, what you say, that, Father God, matters, God. What you say, that, Father God, means, that, Father God, more, that, Father God, than any word, that, God, that comes out, that, Father God, out of the mouth, mouth of the enemy in the name of Jesus. So, Father God, God, we thank you. We thank you, God, for your love and your strength in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, God, that you get the glory, honor, and praise for all the marvelous works that you have done. In Jesus' holy, holy, majestic name, I pray. Amen. I love you guys. I pray that everybody has sweet sleep and that till next time on Imperfectly Perfect Live, I will see you guys next week. Have a good night.